0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. In 86, Anne Martin wrote the first book of what became a call. Now it's time, the Babysitter's Club. Club. Mystery. hi. Hi. Bye. Hi, hi. And why why? Who's
1: that? Okay, so he sucks at it. He so doesn't suck that. at it. Oh, well, I can do it. And why why? It's not as good as when and Cyril did. Didn't does that it. sound good when I did it?
0: Why why? Hi. hi. <laughs>
1: what do you say? Hi hi. <laughs> why, why why? I guess we still need you. Cyril, look, it's Uncle Tanner. Hi. Boah. Hi cutie. Boah. Hello. Yeah. Boah. I was out there 1 year ago, do you remember? I threw you off the couch and you knocked your head and you started screaming. Um, Donald's we were playing a, a fun game. I didn't do it out of malice. Let's
0: see, what else can we say? Um.
1: Blah. 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 Now, I'm to understand from this this uniform he's wearing that he's a deep sea Is a diver? diver. Is that a and he's whale in some on kind a shirt? Of, he's in a club?
0: Real. Yeah, whale, can say whale, that's right. Can you, can you say, why, why? Hi, I. <laughs> can you say, why, why? Hi, I. Why, why? Hi, hi.
1: Can you tell him to talk into the hi, hi. GD mic?
0: Can you talk directly into the mic, please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else can we say? Uh, Is he
1: almost two now? Twenty,
0: twenty-two months.
1: That's fucked up. That's fucked up when you think about it. Do you remember when you didn't have a kid and you used to be so cool?
0: Are you a man or a monkey?
1: Monkey. Can
0: you say monkey? Monkey. Yeah. Monkey. <laughs> um, we met a dog named Mo. Hi, Mo. Like the
1: 90s uh, band.
0: Do you say, hi, Mo. No. Did we see a backhoe today? Backhoe. Yeah. There we go. I bet you can't even say backhoe, Tanner. Backhoe. Backhoe.
1: <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> Back. <laughs> uh, say it again can real, he, real
0: quick can you say backhoe for tanner
1: Back. baggo i can say it see? okay
0: all right you can't say it Bago. Um, can you say no kicking no kicking
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's cyril's favorite food
0: uh, his favorite food is pouch
1: i wanted him to tell me
0: oh cyril what's your favorite food
1: pouch. yeah what's your, cyril what's your favorite color
0: What oh he doesn't know that he hasn't decided yet Okay. That's a big decision.
1: Cyril, what's your favorite song on Stereo Gum's best songs of the 1990s? Guar. Do you say Guar?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Dark. Can you say Michael Stipe? Bode. Can you say Michael Stipe? Bode. Can you say, oh, fuck. What's he saying? Podcast.
1: (laughs) Becca. Oh, fuck.
0: Can you say, oh, fuck? Can you say, oh, God? Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> uh, can you
1: have you taught him to say podcast? Because that's kind of where how his bread is buttered these can days.
0: Can you say creative professional?
1: Or just Creepro?
0: Or Creepro? Can you say Creepro? Creepro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he did it. <laughs> can you say podcast? podcast.
1: Yeah. Yes, Cyril, you're so smart. Uh, what Maybe we does... should have a whole Cyril and Uncle Tanner episode.
0: And uh, what does the dog say? <laughs> What does the lion say? What does the cat say? No. <laughs> what does the cow say? Mo. Mo. What does and then that, the that's the same say? as the '90s no. alt rock band Mo. No. Oh yeah, isn't it Poe? No, Mo. M O E. Period. That's P O E, dumbass. No. It's Poe. No. Can you say? Let me look it up. Can you say Poe? Poe. Yeah. So he says Poe. Can you say Tanner? Tata. <laughs> Tata. Who's that? Bois. Oh, there's a band called Bo too, P-O-E.
1: Um, does he still think I'm bear? Uh, yes. You've actually told me that bois has like several. You said that the, the, the bois s-
0: means bear. You said that the Roomba is bois. Semantics of bois are very interesting. It has okay. When it has a verbal force, it means please do that again. As a noun, it means either a specific a soft toy that he has uh, named Bois, or it means anything that is a strange entity that he's encountering, like you. Do I look Ew. like
1: the soft toy?
0: What? You just look like a Bois, dude. Okay. All right. Cyril, you want to say bye, Tanner? My son is still nonverbal. Say bye, Tanner. Bye. Why, why? Say whale to Tanner. Can you say whale? We're done.
1: I could say whale. You know what else I can say, Cyril?
0: Why, why? Can you say that? You can't hear me. There, you said bye, Tanner. Bye, Cyril. Wait. Okay, now let's see. Let's so he can hear you.
1: Why? Why?
0: (laughs) 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 Very good. You're very smart. Say bye, Tanner. Bye, Cyril. Say car to Tanner. Car? Okay. Car. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going
1: to take him away. (laughs) Okay, and this is a podcast uh, that you all listen to and enjoy, and we've been doing for several years, and we haven't let you down yet, but that was a cool eight minutes of me speaking with Jack's two-year-old son instead of doing any of our important work. Hopefully, you can bear with us during this time of transition when... We are both new dads trying to figure out our way in this world and Babysitters Club has become sort of a secondary mission for us, but it's still an important one. And I think we have the time and energy to be new dads and Babysitters Club. And this analysts. has been Dad Talk. Dad Talk. Yeah. Hi hi. My son is mostly okay.
0: nonverbal. Oh, we're talking about your son too? Jesus. I he um know.
1: yeah. He screeches. Okay. Especially when he's getting a little tired. Mm-hmm. He'll kick his legs violently. Yeah. And he'll go, ah!
0: That's very And unpleasant. that's kind
1: of his way of saying, like, oh, father. Can you say backhoe? No. He doesn't say anything, really. He just screeches. Huh. Okay. Um, back to the task at hand. I was apologizing to Baby Nation for our seven straying minutes from the Straying <laughs> from the original mission statement of
0: the show. Well, we're literally sitting a baby together.
1: Oh, Sarah's not home?
0: You and I were, for the last 10 minutes, sitting Oh, yeah, a baby I guess that's together. true. We were right. in a, cl- a, you might call it a club of babysitters. Anne should bring back the books. Yeah. Do
1: like a 30th anniversary kind of thing. Uh-huh. Where it's about two middle young middle-aged <laughs> men Uh-huh trying to get a podcast out while they're caring for their two young sons
0: <laughs> Try to, trying to get the child to either speak into the microphone or just fill dead air right <laughs> or just get out of there that's the ultimate babysitting right. job tanner hi hi and why why and welcome to the babysitter's club club,
1: club. club. mystery
0: club club i'm jack shepard my name is Tanner Greenring, and every week we talk about a new mystery in the great mystery cycle by the great mystery herself, and mystery. mystery Martin. Martin. Big this hand. week, we're going to be talking about a little book called Babysitter's Club Mystery Number 23, Marianne and the Silent, Silent Witness.
1: Witness. Okay. And Is this feeling good, me kind of coming I in and it. like matching you on a I lot of this it. stuff?
0: It felt like a hype man, yeah. like you're my hype man. Yeah, I and it, it makes it feel like we're, we're better coordinated than we actually yeah. are. Yeah, no, it, it felt very natural, and I liked it a lot. This one's called Marianne and the Silent Witness. It's about Marianne. It's about a silent witness. Here's what I thought. Mm.
1: Can I do a pre-Cog prediction? Okay. When I read the title of this book and tell you what I thought it was going to be. Hell yes. Matt Braddock.
0: Oh. But then I realized that we actually just did that. With what? The gorilla one. Oh, kind of, and also Matt right. Braddock. It would not be difficult for him to communicate. Seeing, it, but he is as many people in Stony Brook speak ASL. Uh, Isn't
1: there a John Grisham book slash movie about either mute or
0: deaf boy who witnesses a murder? I think the client is about that, except the boy is neither mute nor deaf. I think. Oh, okay, I should have maybe done that for my book
1: recap, but I didn't. <laughs> well, yes. I, what I mean is like I, I should, I, uh, should have. I like to do rigorous, sort of like preparation for your recap. Preparation and fact checking. And I like to read a lot of primary texts and Mm -hmm. and secondary texts when I'm
0: thinking about how to describe this book. And I should have looked into that a little bit more. Yeah, you definitely should have. But you didn't. And so we're just going to have to deal with what I imagine you have painstakingly prepared because we are entering into the hit segment of our show where. You describe the book, and then you play sixty second Burger Run while oh, I describe the book. Yes, <laughs>
1: I like it when you do a bad job and you let me play sixty second Burger Run twice. Maybe <laughs> we should just sort of start playing. I've got
0: for a. That. I kind of have a plan this time. Last time, I think I real I did a really bad job, and it was because you were making a lot of noises of excitement and disappointment around and adjacent to playing my burger run performance burger run um and it really really threw me off my game so this time i think i'm gonna either have you mute yourself or take my headphones off okay um when i do my description but first we're gonna hear your description because you 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 were saying that you spent a lot of time researching this one and and like really kind of uh, honing down the pros. you were saying earlier you said that it you said it was your finest work of anything that you've ever done i think
1: i've captured the true
0: essence of this book yeah
1: uh, in a way that I've never captured the true essence of a book before. I feel like this. I I'm actually a little worried. Yeah. Because I think my description is so complete and so thorough that f- Baby Nation will not, real babies will not need to listen to the remainder of the episode. Oh God! Well, and that's bad for They might just us. leave. I yeah. know. Because we probably have a mid-roll. Act, it's like what? Know? What more is there
0: to say? Right. Um. Okay. Um, but I guess should I just risk it and say it anyway? Yeah, I mean if it's that good, then it's then it's that good. If people get everything they need out of just your description, then we can all go home. Uh, okay, I want to hear this. I'm excited for it. And and it and it. So just to be clear, it perfectly captures this book, and it's totally your own original work.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Great. Great. Let's take it away. Why don't you describe this book, and then I'll describe it. Water.
1: Earth. Fire. Air. While visiting the microfilm catalog at Stony Brook Library, we learned stories about the old days. A time of peace when the Babysitter's Club kept balance between the Water Tribes, Earth Kingdom, Fire Nation, and Air Nomads. (laughs) But that all changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Babysitter's Club mastered all four elements. Only they could stop the ruthless Firebenders. But when the world needed them most the Stony Brook Gazette wrote a hit piece about (laughs) Reginald Fowler's urging and they disappeared a hundred years have passed and the Fire Nation is nearing victory in the development of Miller Park two years ago my mother, Mrs. Martinez and the men of my tribe journeyed to the Earth Kingdom to help fight against the Fire Nation leaving me and my sister to look after our tribe some people believe that the Babysitter's Club was never reborn into the Air Nomads and that the cycle is broken but I haven't lost hope I still believe that somehow the Babysitters Club will return to save the world. Babysitters Club mystery
0: number 24? Marianne and the Silent Witness. Wow. That was. So here's what I'll say about that. You took some liberties in the sense of mm. metaphor. I'm an artist. Yeah, no, there, there was a beautiful metaphor that was kind of empowering your speech. Right, um, but I honestly will allow it. No, and yeah, yeah. Telling I'm it an from artist. The, telling it from the point of view of uh, Luke Martinez, the silent right. witness himself, was just a a real turn. Yeah, that's great, and I loved it, and and, and it all made sense, right? Yeah, it does make sense, and it fits with the book, and it sounds like it definitely was your original work. You are someone who bends words to your yes. will. A word bender. You're a word bender.
1: The last word bender. Yeah,
0: that is you. You might be the last word bender. Yeah, and that was really great, and I and I and I I loved it. Um, Thank you. Would you like to pull up a game of sixty second Burger Run while yes, God, I describe this book? Okay, I'm gonna take my headphones off so I can really just kind of dig in. Uh, wait, wait
1: till I give you the. Th- give me the, the high sign.
0: I'm gonna give you the. Th- th- I'm gonna say three, and then silently and say
1: two, one. Okay. Okay. But you wait until I say that last three before you take off your headphones, and then you wait those two beats. Okay. Otherwise, it's all going to go to hell. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Centering my core. May I say
0: good luck in your game? And I'm ready in five, four, three. Okay, there is a new park in town, and it's called Miller's Park, and there is also a new sawmill in the park that's called Ambrose's Sawmill, and it's a historic site. But uh uh-oh, there's an evil developer. His name is Reginald Fowler, and he wants to knock down all of the nice stuff in Stony Brook to build crappy apartments or shopping malls, and... He particularly wants to knock down this one house that is in Miller's Park that is owned by the Martinez family. And guess what? They need babysitters for their kids, Luke and Amalia. And Marianne gets the job sitting for the kids. Um, And... One of the kids, Luke, uh, is really wary of her, and and is seems to be wary of babysitters in general. It turns out there had been a fire that was set in their house, and it seems like it might have been Fowler who did it. Luke Luke is keeping the secret of the fire, and also someone is telling Luke uh, not to tell, and leaving him weird, scary uh, ominous notes saying never tell. Um, and it turns out the person who was doing was their old babysitter. You're out of time. You're Allie, out of time. Responsible You're out of time. for the fire. Her oh god, there's Beau, a huge said, flaw in this. The there's a
1: huge flaw. There's a huge flaw. You're out of time. That's the problem with me. you taking your headphones off. I didn't. You went over so egregiously because you had your headphones off, and I couldn't signal to you. Okay, well, I... And I did such a poor job of... uh, I think there's so many
0: things that's wrong with this new... Format? System. It's mostly the 60-second burger run, which was a concession to you, and we should have just... And the problem is,
1: really, that I think I need an audience... (laughs) i think i need that pressure okay yeah you know
0: oh so do you failed at 60
1: second burger run i did such a poor job i only
0: made it to like the fourth level yeah i biffed the third level like three times in a row i felt like i did a better job of describing it i ran out of time
1: what's more important though me eventually cracking 60 second burger run and defeating it before we run out of books or you doing like a mediocre job at a bad book description The, the latter i think but we also said, keep in mind, yeah. that my book description
0: was so good and so accurate. Yeah, that everybody already knows everything that happens in the book. So there was really nothing more that yes. needed to be said, except that it was the old babysitter, Allie, who was responsible for the fire uh, because her boyfriend, Bo said it with a cigarette and they are crime teens. And <sighs> Mr. Fowler I am disappointed in you. Okay. For not- Doing a very good job with
1: your I did a good recap. job, I just ran out of time. And I'm but I'm more disappointed and I'm not mad. Yeah. Just disappointed in you and in myself. Mm-hmm.
0: Liz? Liz. Oh, okay. okay. Liz, can you come in here? Just in the co-working space? Sing the sing the song. Sing the song, Liz, please. Just no time for no time for chit-chat. You're getting
1: the mystery. Okay, and then...
0: So that song is the introduction to our hit segment where we guess the mystery, and what happens is that every time Tanner and I get to chapter five in the book, we put down our books, we pick up our pencils, and we write down what we think the solution to the mystery is going to be, and we are now going to reveal what we thought the mystery was going to be at chapter five.
1: I was so cocky. Yeah. I read... Four chapters of this book,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I read a paragraph into the fifth chapter, and I said, mm, nice try, Ellen. I've got you pegged, yeah. you two. And I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to call my shot now. And instead of waiting till the end of this chapter, chapter five, uh, I'm going to make my guess here wow. after at the first four. paragraph of okay. chapter five. I'm so s- essentially at the end of chapter four. Yeah. And I thought, gotcha, you idiots. <laughs> you thought you could outsmart me. Yeah. No. Could they? Well, let me read my let me read you my my guess. Okay. End of chapter four. I thought I had it all figured out. Oh, here is my guess at the end of chapter four, and I was so cocky and I felt so good about it. Luke's babysitter lit the fire. She's the land developer's daughter. She's been threatening
0: Luke all along. Okay. So that was wrong, and okay. it, it was a good guess. That was wrong.
1: It was wrong. It was wrong, and it's what Anne and Ellen wanted me to. It's what they wanted. They me to had believe. me eating out of their hands. Yeah.
0: You were a, you were a, a innocent little baby deer for getting getting her legs. I was for the first. time. I was at a nightclub in. Is this still still a deer in this metaphor? Or? Grozny. Okay, yeah. And I'm this
1: I'm this young, sexy, single, okay, from America, uh-huh. and I'm at this nightclub just partying with some Chechenian boys, okay. you know, and I'm just having the time of my life, uh-huh. you know, and then this beautiful Chechenian woman comes out of the crowd and she asks for a dance and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, and her name is Ellen. I'm like, "Oh, hey,
0: who is this? What's your name?"
1: And she's like, "Oh, it's Ellen. Yeah." And I was like, Ellen, very nice to meet you. Um, can I get you a drink?" And she's like, "Yes, please, that would be great. Uh, and here, get one for you too. My dad's actually owns the club, so they're on me. okay. And I'm just like, "Wow, what luck?" Yeah. Like, the, the club owner's daughter seems to be into me, and we dance a couple dances. She's like, oh, it's so hot in here. Maybe we should go outside. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, all right. And she's like, oh, bring a drink. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Perfect. You know? Uh-huh. And then I follow her out in the alley, and she's, like, all over me, right? Mhm. Uh-huh.
0: You and did I'm it. I'm like, wow. Big success. Like, this is happening, right? Yeah.
1: And then the lights just feel so bright out here in this alleyway. Oh, no. And there's, like, a h- halo around them. Okay. And I'm like, oh, Ellen. Oh, I I think see. maybe I've had a little bit too much to drink. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like I'm going to – I'm feeling woozy. I'm going to sit down for a second. Uh-huh. And she kind of, like, has this knowing smile on your, her face, and she's like, oh, take your time. And then I wake up. Yeah. And I'm strapped to this, like, gurney. Okay. And there's a perverted old man s- hovering over me with, like, a scalpel. Okay, and he's like, "Oh, uh, do you have any idea how much you American boys cost?" Right, you know, and then he cuts my head off, and, and it, that's what it's like. And it's, it's like it's like a hostel of some kind. It's like a hostel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's what it's like to be me in this situation to yeah. feel like I've had it all figured out and it feels so good and feel like I was you someone's hand.
0: Yeah, you were on top of the world.
1: Right. Um, you know how far an American dollar goes in Chechnya? So far, the exchange rate is
0: insane I think so I'm trying to figure out where to try to use your metaphor because I was I felt good with the the deer in the woods but at this the the American tourist in Chechnya is harder to kind of weave my own metaphor around you could be an American tourist in Chechnya too I
1: think uh, in, did you get it
0: I think in this one it's like the sa- same beginning and we go out and then maybe j- like I when I wake up it's just a bad hotel and there's no bad man, but I I'm I wish I weren't there necessarily.
1: And you have a pretty bad hangover. And I have a
0: bad bad yeah, I have a bad headache and Okay and i and I'm stuck with the bill. And what was your guess? Okay, here's what I wrote down. The previous babysitter is a woman named Allie, and she is sending the notes. She is a bad wicked crime girl who smokes cigarettes, which is what caused the fire. Mr. Fowler is also bad and is paying kids to do vandalism crimes so people will sell their houses. You got it. I basically got it. You didn't get Bo, but Bo was this. Yeah, Bo wasn't mentioned
1: at that point. He's yeah, he was impossible to get. I, you got it. Yeah, you were the guy in the movie Hostel
0: who survives. I'm, I'm the. And I'm like the, kills
1: all those like old men crime men.
0: I'm the scalpel pervert.
1: You're. But here's the problem: is I think if you remember at the end of Hostel, I have not seen it. They're on a train with the scalpel pervert, Yeah, and they kill him. Uh, So you don't want to be the scalpel pervert. I think you want to be the teen who survives the hostel.
0: I think I still have a very bad time, though. I had a great time guessing this mystery. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you, like, lose an eye. Maybe I just didn't go on the trip.
1: You just didn't go on the trip, and you had, like, major FOMO. You're, like, seeing the Instagrams, and you're like, oh, fuck, I wish I had gone. And then you see that everyone died, and you're like, oh, well. Yeah. Bullet dodged.
0: That's good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, so I did a great job. I really, really killed it. And Allie is a wicked crime girl. And, the, and there are crime teens in this book. And Allie's a crime teen. And um, Bo- they cool. Oh, so cool.
1: So Allie, fucking cool. Allie and Bo were cool. And they are who I aspired to be when I was a 10th grader. Oh, I was. Because Bo smokes rolled
0: cigarettes. And, they do.
1: They smoke rolled cigarettes. Yeah. They do- Vandalism,
0: and you know what I did when I was a tenth grader?
1: Smoked cloves. I smoked
0: rolled cigarettes, and I did vandalism.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think you were the like when you were a tenth grader. I was like a seventh grader, and I would have like looked at you in in awe and wonder. Like,
0: yeah, yes, it was very cool. I rolled my own cigarettes. That's very cool. His name is Bo. I can't really beat that. Bo Robbins. Um, And so they were bad, but they were somewhat independently bad. Bo, because he set this fire, um, Mr. Fowler was able to blackmail him to do more acts of vandalism in the service of getting people to sell their house so that he could build the shopping mall.
1: Yes. There's a big park and there's an old mill in the park. It's a historic landmark. And he smashes all the windows out of it. And most of the people are willing to sell their homes except for two people, the Martinez's and the Martinez's next door neighbor. And Fowler tries to get – what's his name? Bo. Bo to s- flood the basement of the other house after having almost burned down. A lot of crimes.
0: House. A lot of crimes by these teens. Um, Allie seems like she's a good person, but she shouldn't have um, – she shouldn't have smoked cigarettes, um, which is crime, crime, and, and covered for her boyfriend, which is also a crime. And uh, there's a whole plot where Fowler has a twin, but I yep. I Samuel felt like that was un- unnecessary on Ellen's part. Well,
1: and also like Samuel Wolf was kind of the good guy, kind of. But so he's it turns the one out that
0: Fowler, the
1: one who's getting these teens to do crime, vandalism crimes, yeah. isn't Fowler. It's Samuel Wolf, Fowler's twin brother. Right. And- but also, he's a good guy because he's trying to save Stony Brook it's very from excessive land development.
0: Right, but Fowler.
1: And it's like whose side am I on? Yeah, I th- I think he should And Fowler, Reginald Fowler is bad and he's trying to literally destroy Luke Martinez finds this
0: map <laughs> that's like the crimes plans. the crimes to Stony Brook, my secret plan for how to destroy so- Stony Brook, a map. <laughs> and he's literally going to destroy
1: Stony Brook. He's like, like- and it, no and it's not because he like cares about like he's not like oh I want Stony Brook to prosper it's because he hates stony brook yeah because it's where his mother died
0: oh it's so sad and actually tanner that is um a sad moment that i had that made me cry okay would you like me to read you a poem (sighs) yes once i heard of a dead doggy and my mind grew weak and foggy its tragic fate was written in martin's lore he was but a border collie and to weep would be such folly Overcome by melancholy, sorry, but there must be more. Louis come to be with Mimi. Sad goodbyes I do abhor. Tearful moments come once more. And this is the um, interaction between the two Fowler twins who have not seen each other since their mother died. Yep. Finally, Fowler spoke. Samuel, I, I should have known you were in town. Who else would try to sabotage all my plans? I guess they probably speak exactly the same because they're twins, right? Yeah, and he says sabotage. He's, uh, he says sabotage. Who else would try to sabotage all my plans? I just didn't want you to destroy this town, John, said the twin. It's Reginald now, said Fowler. Reginald Fowler. John Wolfer no longer exists. It's complicated, folks. They changed their last their name was Wolfer, and they both changed it for some reason. I see, said Samuel. I changed my name, too, more than once. Trying to escape the past, I suppose. These days I call myself Samuel Wolf. These these guys are (laughs) fucking dweebs. Well, Samuel Wolf. Samuel
1: Wolf is a much cooler name than Reginald Fowler.
0: Yeah. Well, Samuel Wolf, said Fowler with an unpleasant smile. What's it to you if I destroy this town? What has it ever done for us? I'll be happy when it's destroyed, along with all the memories. Samuel shook his head. You have it all wrong, he said. It's not the town's fault our mother died. And ruining the town isn't going to bring her back to life. Somehow your mind has become twisted over the years. Powerful very like, powerful maybe too powerful for a babysitters club book these guys yeah. do not belong in the sitterverse i not they came out of some like like out they of like they came out of like, a like Overwatch story it's like hanzo and genji okay i was go- going with a Faulkner story i was thinking yeah like they and an overwatch as they're like dying.
1: these two brothers and, and it hanzo can't... betrays genji and kills him and he becomes back as a cyborg ninja
0: i was thinking it's like the like the brothers in like, as I lay dying, we're like Absalom, Absalom. Yeah, and Hanzo and Genji. Then, we're like, on the one same of page. them comes back to the town, and the other one is like. As a cyborg eventually ninja, yes. gets out to college, and he says, I don't hate the South. And I don't he joins hate it. He joins Overwatch. Okay, because yeah. I think that we we're can't. We're on the same page. But we can't do Overwatch and Faulkner, I think. so-
1: I think Faulkner, I'm not certain. Yeah. But I think Faulkner was actually talking about Overwatch. He'd, or. Okay. Overwatch based their characters on. As the I lay Faulkner. dying. Okay.
0: Yes. Okay. I think, yeah. I think, I think. Okay, well, that's that's fine. Uh, but they, these guys, anyway, it made me sad because I thought about this guy Reginald Fowler and like his mom died when he was seven, and he became estranged from his twin, and he's just spent right. his entire they life. They lived. They lived in this cabin in the park that yeah. he's trying to tear down, trying to destroy the. He's like deliberately just try, through his development. He's not even interested in the money. He's trying no. to destroy the town. Right. That that like that that bore him and made him and, and created him into this hellish existence. Right. Uh, very, very sad. In a lot of ways, it's a lot like Silent Hill,
1: too, but we don't have time to get into that. No. Um, is that
0: also Faulkner?
1: Uh, yep, that's also Faulkner. He did write a lot of screenplays. Silent Hill is actually mostly inspired by the writings of
0: Carl Jung. I always thought that anyway. they should do um, a Die Hard sequel that was called As I Lay Dying Hard.
1: That's very good. As, and a, maybe, as a Faulkner and I have an joke. idea. I have an yeah. idea we should write it
0: (laughs) oh yes please yes please (laughs) right yeah Um, don't let anyone do a movie these days wait i think we did write it did we yeah it's that thing i sent you i just realized (laughs) i'm gonna find it and i'm gonna read it right now okay okay so tanner this is just goes to show that you and i repeat ourselves this is something that you and i wrote in an abandoned project on april 1st 2015 it was like ringing a bell and it's called as i lay dying hard Yes. Can I read it to you? Yep. Hans and I come up from the parking lot, following the path in single file. Although I am 15 feet ahead of him, anyone watching us from Nakatomi Plaza can see Hans's custom rocket launcher a full head above my own. The path runs straight as a plumb line, worn smooth by feet and baked brick hard by July between the jagged rows of worried spooks and SWAT APCs, to the plaza in the center of the path, where it turns and circles Nakatomi at four soft, right angles and goes on across the lot again, worn so by feet in fading precision. It's beautiful. It's It's gorgeous. gorgeous. I don't think
1: it's going to make a very good screenplay. (laughs) For, like, the fifth Die Hard movie or whatever.
0: Uh, Not not all
1: our projects go anywhere. Um, No.
0: What about... If, I okay. had
1: a tearful moment as well.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but please. it wasn't.
1: Yeah. It wasn't a moment that made me cry tears. It made of you sad. sadness or pain. Yeah, it was a moment that made me cry tears of yeah. joy and exultation. Okay, and may I read
0: it? Please, yeah. And and we'll put some some some. I've got some some music that kind of starts sad and then gets happy.
1: Open it, said Abby. What are you waiting for? Christy tore the envelope open and shook out a letter. She unfolded it and began to read. It's from the head of Stony Brook Park System, she said. It says, Dear members of the Babysitter's Club, In honor of your help preserving Miller's Park for posterity, we'd like to notify you that the area surrounding Ambrose's sawmill will be renamed Babysitter's Walk. <laughs> cool, said Jessie. Awesome, said Abby. We'll be part of an official historic landmark excellent publicity said christy wow i said that's so nice of them interesting commented janine <laughs> who was still standing in the doorway very interesting what do you mean interesting asked claude don't you think it's great actually i find it quite peculiar said janine peculiar why said stacy because stony brook does not have a park system <coughs> said janine It must, I said. I grabbed the phone book from Claudia's bed table and checked the town of Stony Brook listings. Janine was right. There was no park system. Is this some kind of joke, I asked. Christy handed it over and Claudia examined it. Look at this signature, she said. A.F. Nilter. What kind of name is that? I looked over her shoulder, then I gasped. Read it backwards, I said. Nilter is Retland. This is (laughs) Carrie's work. He must be out for revenge because we accused him of being involved in the fire. And, oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't my cheerful moment. It was my... <gasps> uh, bu- 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 <gasps> Burn of the Week! week. Wow.
0: Yeah. I evidently mean, it made you
1: cry. And it did start to make me cry. I was like, oh, it's so touching. Babysitter's walk. Yeah. And then it turned out to be Burn of the Week by Carrie Retlett. And Beautiful. I'm sorry I didn't do the poem, but I... Yeah, it it wouldn't have had the same punch.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really that's a problem with the poems. Is it's hard? It's hard to do like a surprise segment when you like lean back and like wait for the ravens to start squawking. Yeah, Um, that seems fine. And that was my burn of the week as well. Uh, Good. (laughs) Do you want to read the poem? Uh, No, we don't have to. Okay. Yeah. Um, What I'd like to do is review this novel. Okay. Yeah. And then. And then we'll take a break. Through. Okay, and we do we do have time for that. We do have time to review the novel. What happens every week uh, with these mysteries is that uh, Tim Cook, who is the CEO of Apple, uh, has asked, and Jeff
1: Bezos, who is the CEO of Amazon, aka Goodreads, right, have
0: both asked us to kind of spearhead their new initiative to be like the best, the great social network. Um, On Goodreads, it's Goodread Reviews, and on Apple, it's iBooks Reviews. Yes. And it's going to be, what is it? What's the, um, it's trying to be, kill a pretty major, is it YouTube? It's trying to kill
1: a suite of different apps at this point. Yeah, Mm -hmm. mm-hmm. I think so far it has taken down Facebook. Unless yeah. I, I heard they're in quite a bit of trouble.
0: I heard they're coming for a 60 second burger run.
1: They just got, oh, I, well, they can pry it out of my <laughs> <pull dead> fingers.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, that's not a social network. Can't be social unless you have people on there, and we're the people who are on there. And the and the way that we are on there is that we are reviewing these books. So please do go find our reviews either on Goodreads or on iBooks and iBooks mark them as helpful or useful. I recently went to go look at some of our past reviews on iBooks,
1: yeah. and they are all signaled, flagged as the most helpful reviews. <laughs>
0: Thank you, riddle babies. <laughs> yes, yeah. So this is working, and Tim Cook is. That's why he seems so happy with us. I think. Right. Um, so we're going to review this book now. It's Marianne and the Silent Witness. I've pulled up my um, my copy on iBooks. and okay. I'm heading to the review section, and the music is playing. And so I've rated it five stars. Because it yep, was it's fantastic. a
1: Marianne book, and that's that's fine. That's allowed. Yeah. Five Obviously. stars.
0: It's great. Thanks, says Tim Cook. He texted you or something. He just comes. He comes on the screen. He goes, "Thanks." Now we're we're gonna review it. So it's a it's a, ooh, okay, okay. So it's it's a, about a silent witness. Uh, okay, and how about this? How about this? Okay, we need a title. Yes, and here it
1: is. Okay, he who is not bold enough mm-hmm. to be stared at from across the abyss is not bold enough. To stare into it himself—is that Nietzsche? That is from Silent Hill. Okay, is it But is it the Nietzsche? Game. I think it's probably a bastardization of a Nietzsche quote. Okay, if
0: I'm, I had to guess, I'm gonna have to shorten it a little bit to get it all in the title field. Uh, so, uh, let's say, he who is not bold enough to stare, to be stared at, not anyone not bold anyone enough, not to, bold bold enough to, to be stared at from the abyss. Is not bold enough to stare to into it, it. Stare into it. Good. Does that fit? Yeah, that fits. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's from Silent Hill, which feels kind of thematically. Yeah, that's great. Silent witness, Silent Hill. Yeah, this book is silent but not deadly, and I think we should probably say that just in case people are. Worried. And
1: then maybe that should be the title, or.
0: Okay, and no. so so we'll make that the title, and then we'll start right. with your thing. So this book. Is silent. And that's perfect because we can do the full quote. But not deadly. And then we'll do the quote that I've written, which is, he who is not bold enough. Say it again. He who is not. He who is not bold
1: enough, not bold enough to be stared at from across the abyss is not bold enough to stare into it
0: himself. Great. Himself. Um, okay. Let's see. I wrote down a few things. So one of the things that, there are a couple things. The first is that on the cover of this book, and it's it's a scene that does happen in this book, S. Uh, luke is looking out the window and then uh somebody has written don't tell right on the window which is very scary and i wonder if this is a message to us not to tell not to do spoilers in the in the review okay so we'll never tell we'll never tell and that's the kanye lyric again we'll never tell what happened in this book
1: Perfect, and that's a good frame for kind of the rest of the review, because right. we can sort of pull our
0: punches. Right, exactly. We'll never tell what happened in this book, but we'll give you a taste. Okay. Uh, when Mr. and Mrs. Redacted. Okay, when Mr. and Mrs. And then I'm just going to write in square brackets, redacted.
1: Yeah. Yeah, great. Experience a fiery trauma, and I think that's vague enough, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Fiery Trauma um, at their uh, dot, dot, dot in their home. Yep.
0: Good. It falls to a babysitter named Redacted to um, to solve the mystery. Right. To catch the criminal. To catch the criminal. Yes. Okay. I, don't, I feel like that's. To catch the Redacted. To catch someone. To catch. To catch. Dot, dot, dot. Someone. To do something to someone. To do something to. Shall I say to do something to someone? Yes. To dot dot dot, so they know that we're being a little coy here. Yeah, do something to someone. And should we warn people about the uh, the criminal behavior in this book? Because it might make people want to smoke. And I know we're not supposed to talk too much about what, what happens, happens in the book. But okay. I mean, there's fi- there's two kinds let's, of fire. Let's in this just book. say the fire that that burns the house and the fire that is used that to to the light cigarette. the cool cigarette. And one well, is good um, and, and one is bad. I mean, both are bad. Should, should
1: there be a process yeah. in which one grows and dries tobacco leaves? Mm, that's good. Which could be, and this is good, This keeping it theoretical like this. Yeah. Should there be a process right. in which one could dry and cut the leaves of the tobacco plant and hypothetically roll it into a paper right. and... Inhale the smoke into their lungs. Right. We could not, in good conscience, condone that behavior, no matter how radical it makes you seem. In this book, especially if you are two tenth graders.
0: In this book. In this book. Hypothetically. Great. Okay. In conclusion. Oh, and we're done. No. What can say more?
1: Okay. What, do you,
0: what would you like to say?
1: Well, I think we started on a Silent Hill quote, and we should right. end on one.
0: Okay, great. So, don't so, you think? Yeah, uh, sure. So,
1: oh, and here's one. This is perfect. This town is full of monsters. Right. How can you just sit there and eat pizza? Sit there and eat pizza. And put that in quotes, because we don't want to get great. Copyright strike.
0: Silent Hill. That's from Silent Hill. I think th- maybe three. Right. Um, and then let's do a quote from this book. Um, just for a little bit of ver- like, I've got
1: I've got a few quote. I've I've tagged a few things in here.
0: Oh, what about Don't tell? We could just say Don't tell. Silent witness. I want to say this town is full of monsters. How can you just sit there and eat pizza? Silent Hill. Don't tell. Silent witness. Very good. And is that coherent? No. Uh, it makes no sense. I think. Um perfect um, so why don't we just say something just the kind of boilerplate review stuff? This book was uh the scintillating this scintillating novel oh sorry, yes, sorry. <laughs> the scintillating novel about a silent witness will have you shouting aloud, do you see the what I did there the, with the juxtaposition yep. um and, and bearing witness to its quiet beauty its uh, it's ascending
1: Tricola. I feel an ascending tricola coming on yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh peaceful
0: it's it's what's a word for silent um it's tranquility it's tranquil wisdom i need I, I need austerity a, austerity okay brevity it's, what about its austere wisdom and it's um uh, it's, what about this what are the three things you have now quiet beauty austere wisdom Qu- quiet beauty austere wisdom, and redacted and Great, that's perfect. N- nailed it. Okay, anything else you want to say before we kind of close this one out? Um, nope, I think I'm good. Okay, uh, Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. And then I think we should do a PS on this one. Uh, well, we say PS, we love this one.
1: And that's what I—that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. PS,
0: yeah. we loved this one. Okay, I'm going to read this back to you. Yep. Five stars. This book is silent but not deadly. He who is not bold enough to be stared at from across the abyss is not bold enough to stare into it himself. We'll never tell what happened in this book. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Okay.
1: We're going to get a copyright strike unless we attribute that to Silent Hill.
0: Okay. Uh, Why don't I say, start, as they say, on the Silent Hill.
1: Uh, As they say in Silent Hill.
0: I'd like to say on the Silent Hill. But that's not, Silent Hill is the name of a town, not a hill. Is there a hill there? No. Silent Hill. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. This book is silent, but not deadly. Five stars. As they say in Silent Hill, he who is not bold enough to be stared at from across the abyss is not bold enough to stare into it himself. We'll never tell what happened in this book, but we'll give you a taste. When Mr. and Mrs. Redacted experience a fiery trauma in their home, it falls to a babysitter named Redacted. Should we say home? Maybe we should redact that. Okay, in Redacted. Great. That's why we read these back. When Mr. and Mrs. Redacted experience a fiery trauma in Redacted, it falls to a babysitter named Redacted to do something to someone. Speaking of fire, should there be a process in which one could grow dry and cut the leaves of a tobacco plant and hypothetically roll it into a paper and inhale the smoke of said dried plant into one's lungs, we could not in good conscience condone that behavior, no matter how radical it may seem if you are two 10th graders in this book. This town is full of monsters. How can you just sit there and eat pizza? Silent Hill? Don't tell. Silent Witness. The scintillating novel about a silent witness will have you shouting aloud and bearing witness to its quiet beauty, its austere wisdom, and redacted. Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. P.S. We love this one. I think it's perfect. I think it, we nailed it. We didn't tell I love too much the cadence, but yeah, it really—it's got a real flow, a real rhythm to it. The two quotes in the middle <laughs> yeah. of it feel good. What about we put them at the end? No, no. Okay, great. So I'm going to submit that for Tim. Yeah. Okay, great. And then as is tra- traditional, um, then we, now we take a break because we already hit the time for the break. Okay, okay. Perfect. So goodbye. 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 Mystery. I would like to read you a passage. Okay. From this novel. Fine. Christy dabbed one more time at Amalia's Oh Hell trap. yeah. Okay, Tanner's now dabbing. Which is when you put your um nose into the crook of your elbow and your other arm kind of behind you. And and what? And what and what's happening in the moment that you're you're in there. Tanner, he's too busy with his face and his and what does it mean? It's just it's cool. It's like punctuation on something rad you did. Okay. Christy dabbed one more time at a Molly. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> You got it out of your system? No. Okay. Can we maybe do it quietly?
1: I'll do it quietly, and I
0: won't say "hell yeah." At least I'm going to pull the mic away, and I'll say "hell yeah" very quietly. Okay. Christy dabbed one more time at Amalia's dress. Yeah. Okay. No, that was quite loud, and he's and I can hear, I can hear you're dabbing so violently. <laughs> okay. Christy, d a b b e d one more time at Amalia's dress and then lifted her down. You sit here and dry off, she said, handing her a paper towel. Then she walked over to the phone, picked up the receiver, and pushed three buttons. What are you doing? asked Luke. I'm trying to find out who that was, answered Christy. If I dial those three numbers, the phone where that call was made from will ring. Hopefully someone will pick up, and I can find out who it was that scared you. What are the three numbers? And here's my question for you, Tanner. (laughs) (laughs) Try not to dab or do anything as I ask you this question. Okay. Is the origin of Star 69? Hell yeah! (laughs) Okay. And he's dabbing so much. (laughs) He He dabbed so much he almost fell out of his chair. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Okay. That's what it was called? Here's my question for you, Tanner. It just occurred to me as I read that is the origin of star 69 that you are metaphorically 69ing with the person who called oh, you Oh is it huh because like they called you but you're also calling they them had, back The phone people had all the numbers in
1: the world to Yeah. Pick from How many two digit numbers are there 99 Don't,
0: So many I can 99
1: no. or 100 if you if you count Oh oh this the phone people had every two-digit no, number to pick from and they chose 69
0: and it's, yes. there's a
1: symbolism there
0: yes and that's what i'm saying and that's what just occurred to me it like it's because you're calling someone and they're calling you at the same time like right. you're both like, like you're reciprocally phone 69ing. calling each other yeah like everybody's getting called right at the same time that's why it's called star 69 that must be it right yeah. that's yes I think so, and I just ne- it never occurred to me until I saw that passage, and then I was like, "Oh, Star 69, Then I was like, "Oh, nice." And then I was dabbing, right? And you but- were dabbing so hard that you shook something loose in your hand. You are like, yeah. "Wait, <laughs> what?" <laughs> but that's why it is. That's yeah. got to be why it is. The phone people, fucking Alexander Graham Bell, was like, "You know what it's like when when one person calls someone, we but have, that person is we getting should called have a as service
1: well." Yeah, where you can reciprocate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The pleasure of of being of being called, receiving a phone call, yeah. to someone who's sending you a phone call, <laughs> and his little henchman was like, eh, "What do we call it, master?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, if you think about it, it's a lot like doing sixty-nine
0: oral sex." <laughs> oh, is that what that is?
1: Yeah. Okay. Do you not do <laughs> it orally? I just knew it was a sex number. They- <laughs> <laughs>
0: That makes so much sense. That and makes that so much sense. And if
1: it, anyone in if any of the riddle babies work in the telecom, yeah, industrial complex area, please do ask your bosses or if you are the boss, yeah, let us know. Please let us know. If star 69 is because it you're 69ing with someone on the phone.
0: Yeah, and we should explain for uh riddle babies who were born after the 90s um, Star sixty nine is it's like when okay so you know when you like do sex with someone but one of you is upside down, it's like that we, like back- a bat
1: w- like in a those like boots
0: <sighs> like a <laughs> yes like Batman like in the like in um, Spider Man yes right yeah the, when they do sixty nine in the first Spider Man with Mary Jane yep Tobey Maguire and. Kristen i want to say jill dunst, Graham, but i know dunst. that's not right <laughs> kirsten dunst yeah uh toby to, in this the famous scene in spider-man where toby mcguire and kirsten dunst 69 um it's like that except with, with it used to be like that before cell phones except with because ro- you couldn't see who was phones. calling you oh now i need to explain rotary phones
1: and caller id
0: yeah okay
1: so back in we you didn't so kissing to, and Jill, Kirsten Gillibrand yeah it, so your kiss so you're upside
0: down right yeah okay imagine you're you're kissing either Democratic. Toby maybe Toby McGuire or Democratic nominee. presidential nominee Kirsten Gillibrand upside down
1: yes and
0: somebody calls you
1: okay and on your oh I see phone. on my phone on my iPhone that it's yeah. you know who whomever no Whome- yeah wrong yes you it's
0: can't not. see who's calling you and you don't know right right so you gotta, you have to do, you have to reciprocate. You have to do you remember to the them no what they did song, to you. Spider webs. Yes. And this is what this was about. Oh wait, I've got a better one. You okay. know, remember the REM song "Star 69? No, no one remembers that. I know you called. I know you called. I know you hung up on me. Star sixty nine. And it, it is off of Monster. was it off of a B-side? And it's about Star 69. And it's off of Monster. And it's a, a hit song by REM, the probably the biggest band in the history of the world. Okay. Yeah. So and everyone knows it. Do you remember? Um, uh, gosh, what was it called? And that's where she says, "I'm." Are you walking? And this will help actually with the riddle, babies. I'll say it while you're looking that up. In the No Doubt song Spiderwebs, uh, Gwen Stefani um, says. Uh, Walking the spider webs, leave a message, and I'll call you back. And that's um, th- about a- answering machines. Okay. Right. So I hope that's explained. Um, s- and is that good? Star 69 for people who didn't know what it was and-, and has been a nice nostalgia trip for people who do know what it was and have seen the first uh, Spider-Man movie. Or are... Oh, yeah. I saw the first Spider-Man with Tom Holland. It was
1: really good. And Zendaya? Uh,
0: no, the, um, the one with Tobey Maguire. Where and- they go to DC? Kirsten Gillibrand. Oh, oh, oh! Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, right? I think that's a social network. Emma Stone. Um, what I would like to do now, Tanner, is to read you a poem. Okay. Can I? May I? Yes. Yes. Ready? You really blew the lid off that Star sixty nine thing. Yeah. That I I it I was so pleased when I discovered that I like I it just I reminisced about it and then I was like, does Holy that still shit. work? Call me. I don't have my phone. This is easy to do, Tanner. Just gotta pull up my favorites on my iPhone. Scroll down to number 12, old Tanner. And.
1: And I don't answer it, right? Or I do. No, you don't answer it. Okay. I'm gonna hit decline. Okay. And
0: now star 69.
1: I'm pulling up my phone and I'm going to keypad and I'm hitting. And I'm gonna put speaker on. Okay. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please
0: check the number and dial again. Doesn't work. Okay. Doesn't do anything anymore. Okay, well, there were no surprises there. Um, I would like to read you a poem. That's too bad. R.I.P. Well, R.I.P. W- Star 69. Why would you need to do that? Because uh, you see who called you. Because it feels good, man. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's fun. And I like, would really like to read you a poem now. The, 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 the urgency with which I want to read you a yes. poem has increased tenfold. Mm. Okay, so... Ah! The person that I am about to praise is neither mild nor are they meek. And it's certain that for these seven days, it's a name I have longed to speak. For this person has earned our noblest phrase. They're the baller of this whole week. <laughs> it's our baller of the week. And I wrote a whole new poem for it. I didn't know we could do that. I didn't know it was allowed. We can and we I did. And it's baller oh, of the week. Wow. Okay. Did I have one? You read yours. I'm going to see if I. Okay. This is. uh, So there's a lot of stuff that happens in the um, Stony Brook Gazette this week.
1: Yes, the Stony Brook Gazette does do a few hit pieces. They do a bunch of it. First they of also all, weirdly don't seem to have like a
0: stance in this. They do hit <laughs> pieces on both Fowler everybody. and the babysitters. They're club. loving it. This is probably like the <laughs> this is a banner day for the Stony Brook Gazette. They like first of all, like Christie writes a, when she finds out that this guy Fowler is gonna knock down an old sawmill to build a mall, she gets the whole BSC to like write letters to the Stony Brook Gazette, and the Stony Brook right. Gazette is like. Teens take on crooked developer, like breaking news, like these heroic young teens are saving our town. Right. And then like. And then
1: someone does like an op-ed where they're like, actually the teens aren't good. And then Stony (laughs) Brook Gazette is like, inept children
0: (laughs) attempt to take on. Criminal babysitters destroy economy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But here's here's one of those interactions in the, in the pages of the Stony Brook Gazette. Are young protesters in over their heads? A guest editorial by Samuel Dodds, president of Dodds Management Corp. Since when do we let public policy be decided by children? Clearly, the controversy over Miller's Park has struck a chord. Unfortunately, most of those who object to its development as an office park are short-sighted, naive, and completely uninformed regarding the incredible prosperity such development could bring to Stony Brook. And the response, Dear Editor, Is it short-sighted to believe in preserving history? Is it naive to distrust wealthy developers? If so, I am happy to be called by those names. Sincerely, Marianne Spear. This week's Baller of the Week. That's good. Because that was fucking awesome. That's and cool. she didn't quite do an ascending tricola, but it's almost. Kind of, it if she had one more in there. Yeah. And what did the original guys let her say? Was, he said, did he do an ascending tricola? He said short sighted, naive, and completely uninformed. He did do an ascending tricola. So then
1: is the one thing Marianne could have done to make it better yeah. was like, is it completely uninformed? Is it uninformed completely un- uninformed to, to want to save our know, natural spaces?
0: Know about the, the the evil that you're trying to perpetrate on Stony Brook. Oh, and that's great. Yeah. And should we tell call Anne? Anne? Yeah, I think so.
1: If anyone knows Anne, yeah, this I is... know they can update iBooks. Yeah. And just tell her she missed an opportunity for an ascending tricola. And yeah. we're so horny for those. Yeah,
0: and we don't want to bother Anne with anything unimportant, but this is actually very important. Yeah. Um, Do you want to read me a poem or what?
1: Do I want to read you a poem? Oh, God, I don't know if I have one prepared.
0: What's the, what was that? It sounded like there was like
1: a bang. Oh, sorry, sorry. Did you, I didn't hear anything. Um, yeah, ring, um. ring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Is it fun?
1: Ring, ring. Uh, you have to de- decide whether you're going to answer the door. <laughs> <to go. laughs>
0: Wait, the, the, <laughs> the ring, de- ring. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to do both. Um, okay, ring, ring. Uh, hello, sorry, can you hold for a second? Someone's at the door.
1: Um. <clears throat> <laughs> actually, uh, this is really important, and I would like to talk to you. Okay, but there's right now. maybe you could just have door. the person at the door or wait, or maybe your wife could go pick up the, to go. I don't know. Go okay. get the okay. door, oh, is this? Or, oh, sorry, this is um. My name is okay.
0: Poseidon. Okay. Thick guts. Oh, okay. Okay, it seems you seem very important.
1: And I am, and th- and is this uh, this is Goliath? And I've re- oh, <laughs> Goliath. <laughs> sorry, I was trying to call Goliath Hardbody. Uh, uh, hard uh, yeah, Industries.
0: This is this is Goliath. Uh, was, and is uh, and you're doing a new voice? No, th- this is my actual voice. Uh, the voice before was. Um, have I you been just, smoking? I have <laughs> been smoking rolled cigarettes. <laughs>
1: Because it just uh, used to be that you had kind of a low booming yeah. voice and not a gravelly voice in no, any kind and now, of way. Uh,
0: and now I do have a gravelly voice because I, okay. I, I've taken up. I've met these tenth graders and uh, they they kind of put me onto the joys of smoking rolled tobacco.
1: So. Mr. Hardbody, mm, yes. My name is Poseidon Thick Guts. Hello, Poseidon. And they've uh, all please reminded call you me Mr. Thick door, Guts. So, yes, we're professionals here. Yes, I am a entrepreneur Mm. and i'm trying to figure out where to put my vast sums of money okay and there are a number of companies who are competing for my affection and they want me to invest in them okay and a couple of them have caught my eye and i do like their business practices and i do like what they have to bring and i do think we will have a good exit
0: Mm. if we
1: move forward to some of these places right And I was wondering if I could just pick your brain. I know you're a business leader, Goliath. I know you know a lot about the way the business world works. Mm -hmm. Somebody pick your brain about something.
0: Mm.
1: One of these companies, land development company Mm. in Connecticut.
0: Mm. And you're based in Connecticut, right? Uh, Yes, yeah, yeah. I run a uh, sitting service, uh, Center Tech.
1: And then they – so this land development company, they – trying to buy up these big swaths of land mm-hmm. every now and then they run into trouble and here's what they've kind of resorted to. And I'm, and I'm wondering what your stance on this is. I think it's brilliant. Mm. Let me read you this passage. Okay. Actually, get, I'll get the door now while you, uh... I couldn't stop thinking about how soon the town council meeting would take place. The future of Miller's Park was at stake. We had to do everything we could to save it and put Fowler, and Fowler is the this business leader, this mm. thought leader I'm talking I've about. I've heard now. Reginald, right? Out of business once and for all. Any so-called businessman who would stoop to threatening a child deserved to be put in jail. And this uh, this is what this guy's doing, why mm. he's such a thought leader, Blue Sky yeah. Engine Solutioneering. Yeah. He is threatening children. Mm in order to menace them out of their homes so he can kind of buy up these parcels of land right. to develop on. And I'm wondering, I love it. Mm. And you're a thought leader. You're a
0: business leader. Is that good? I mean, it's a big part of our business model.
1: Whoa, oh, open up! Oh, Hello! Oh. This was a <laughs> stick said- operation. <laughs> Childhood <laughs> with Sony Brook <laughs> Child Protection <laughs> <laughs> Services. My name is not Detective <laughs> Poseidon. Thank God. No, sorry, my name is Poseidon Thickup, but I'm not a business leader. I am a detective, and I work at Child, child Protective Services in Stony Brook, and you're under arrest, Goliath, our body, for violating uh, child rights. It, and I this ask? was a sting, and, that, and I've got my guys outside, and they accidentally knocked. <laughs> and this was a sting, and you're under arrest, and you're going to jail for a long time, buddy. Uh,
0: and, and the investment opportunity that still... The, oh. That's just not. That easy. was
1: part of the sting, and you've been stung. Ugh. Why don't you take a seat right over there <laughs> and,
0: and see. see? Okay, yeah, no, you're right. That was it bad. What it's that bad. man did, and what I, did. I want to say what, what I don't speak for Goliath. I think Goliath doesn't speak for me. And who she, who's speaking now? This is Jack. Jack. Okay. Yes. And I didn't like that passage you read. No, I I thought it was bad. This guy, Reginald Fowler, who we all felt sorry for in our typical moments. Is it good business?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. Threaten children. Yeah. Do what you need to do. Is it good? Yeah. I don't know. No. (laughs) I'm not a businessman. No. I'm not a businessman. I'm not
1: an ethicist. No. Yeah. I'm just a normal man trying to live his fucking life. Trying to live my life.
0: Yes. So you're going to have to make up your own mind about threatening children. It's certainly good business. Is it good? We don't know. And put it in the book. She must yeah. have wanted someone to learn about it. She wanted us to at least think about it. Yeah, she wanted <laughs> us to think about it, and we have. And your crime team did accidentally knock on the door at the same time as you were calling. Yeah, yeah. But well, not right. me. I don't. Sp- I don't speak right. for
1: Detective Poseidon Thick Guts. Right. And nor nor does he speak for me. And this is Tanner, by the
0: way. Yeah, Tanner. I guess we can just briefly talk about this passage that I thought was really interesting right at the beginning. It it is um. Maryanne describing a woman who appears in this book, not at all. Not for a minute. Okay, yes. She says the following thing. Here are Claudia's three main passions. Art, art, and art. And art, yeah. I just thought that was really interesting. She's kind of getting at three different kinds of art. Okay. Art as in the paintings. Depict, paintings. Art. Right, fine art. Art, I assume, as in Martial artifice arts. Oh, okay yes. I was thinking artifice yeah, lying um as you know why Plato kicked the poets out of the Republic right because they were doing Saxon there <laughs> no because of lying because poetry is because uh, fiction poetry is lies yep is lies and we can't have that we might believe them um and I think probably uh, the third art is techne the Greek word techne which means. Skill, or um, I, in this case, probably the skill of a, the detective.
1: Okay, and martial, and then we're back to martial arts
0: because that would be a fourth one. So it's not probably not that I would
1: think. Okay, and so it's not martial arts.
0: Well, those what that's what I thought. I mean, you know, Ellen and Anne leave it up for interpretation, and they very deliberately leave Claudia entirely out. of And
1: how of is Claudia? So Claudia is good at fine arts and is interested in it, right? How is she, In what way is Claudia sort of involved with the other two art forms that you've Good. listed?
0: Well, allow uh, me to tell you, Tanner, uh, who apparently hasn't read any of these books. Techne and... Artifice. Artifice. She, Artifice. she hides Kenny um, in her room. And Nancy Drew books. Oh, okay. And that's her techne, Detective. Detective. So and I'm going to say this. Yeah. I kept
1: guessing martial arts.
0: Yeah. As far as I know, Claudia has no skill on that. I mean, maybe that's what she was doing during this book. Yeah. Because well, she, she wasn't in it. it. She yeah. fucking was not in it.
1: This was a Marianne-heavy book.
0: Yeah, Very and Marianne, few other people were in it. Marianne was fine. Marianne yeah, was fine. She was. She did well. She did well. She babysat these difficult kids, one of whom was hiding a secret, a, a deadly secret. And she had a lot of confidence. Yeah, a lot of know? confidence. She wrote a lot of letters to the Stony Brook. There was Is a couple that...
1: times where I was reading Marianne chapters, and I was like, I, I mistakenly thought this was an Abby book.
0: Yeah, because yeah. Because she
1: had this, like... Quick wit, sense of humor, and yeah. confidence that I don't expect out of a Marianne. When
0: she encounters and confronts these crime teens, oh these, yeah, 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 she does. She just goes right up to them, and they're smoking their cigarettes smoking and their and loaves and doing the kissing. They're doing the Spider Man kissing. I, I was, I it didn't say that it was that kind. Um, dinner. I think we should leave and go. Okay. Would you like that? Yeah. Well, I would like, in that case, to thank you for bearing with me. You're welcome. And I would like to thank the Riddle Babies for bearing with us. You're welcome. On behalf of the Riddle Babies. And what I would like to ask of the Riddle Babies is that you please, especially on this day when I spent mm, over two hours working on a very, very difficult song parody. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. For our Patreon. I would ask you to subscribe to our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash podcast and it's about the Little Sister books, and we sing the descriptions. Buy our merch. It's just $5 a month. Oh, and we probably have new merch out by now.
1: Bit.ly slash merch, We almost definitely, unless we are as incompetent as we seem to be, yeah, almost definitely have at least one, likely two new shirts up. Yeah. Uh Editor's note, the shirts aren't live yet, but hopefully they will be soon. Sorry.
0: Um, so you should check that out, and please do rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to everybody who has done it so far. If you haven't yet, just take a minute and do it. It helps us to rise through the rankings. It helps let Tim, Co- Tim, Tim Cook know uh, not to cancel the show, and to keep And the Koch brothers, reviews. and the, oh, right. who pull all the strings. Right, yes. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. This week, Riddle Babies, we read a novel that was called Babysitter's Club Mystery, number 23, Marianne. And the silent witness. Next week, we're going to be reading and discussing a novel called *Babysitters Club Mystery* number twenty-four, Christy, and the middle school vandal.
1: All right, let's do it, man. What? Round up those dolls, flush those babies. Okay. Zendez, okay. Michi, you know, normally, I've been Tanner Greenring.
0: Normally, normally, you would you would react. This is it. Like you would react. You'd be like, "Oh, vandal!" Uh, I thought it was going to be. I an don't care. I'll Ostrigoth. read it next week. Okay. That was a, the joke about vandals and goths and Ostrogoths. Did you get it?
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Please remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Riddle babies. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip, man. Tanner, stop dabbing. Take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia's wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you would think that boys had just, just been, been invented. invented. No one can see you dabbing. Good night. I could feel it though. <laughs> I could feel it. Mystery. Is that it? Or hundred no. if you no. if you
1: count there's oh, so many oh. more.
0: There's every combination, dumbass. I'll ask Wolfram Alpha. What do you mean there's every combination? Like it's not 99 because, like, hang on, oh yeah, there is, there's only 99. Well, there's technically a hundred if there's zero, zero, two. Yeah.
1: So the phone comes, and what did you mean?
0: <laughs> well, I was like, you could have 26, but also 62. And then I was like, no, that's counted. <laughs> that's covered. <laughs> um. That was a headgum podcast.